Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers E3 podcast. This is going to be a hard-hitting review of all the conferences. We'll tell you what we liked and what we didn't. We'll also arbitrarily rate them out of 10. Uh, except Ubisoft's, because we've forgotten it. But anyway, uh, games? Lots of games. Games. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 15? Yeah, is that 15, right? buddy. We, we've made 15. it. Double we've made it. plus five. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all over. Um, <laughs> it's not all over. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Ash. Hello. Hello, Ash. How uh, are you? And I am Alex. Oh. Hello. And that's and that's how you do an intro. <laughs> so this is the Justice for Gamers E3 podcast. Yes, because we're, we've been to E3. We're at E3. We're then right now. We're there right now. Yeah. In we're, we're under your chair. <laughs> we are <laughs> under your chair, and we're, we're out there now. now. Yeah, that'd be a bit no, a bit worrying if we were under the chair. We we didn't go to E3, um, no. but we've been watching it. Yeah, and it's um, like the same as being there, you know. I think better. I think better as well because it's like when you watch like the Grand Prix. Yeah, you can see the whole circuit, but exactly you know, if you're there, you only get to see like one corner unless you walk around. Yeah, obviously, you get, you get replays on the telly. Yeah, exactly. Slow motion. All that cheaper. Sh- yeah, it is cheaper. So, <laughs> E3, buddy. Do we need to... Are we just going to go straight into it? Just be like, yeah, boom. I think... Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do any other sections because we won't have time. There's there's, there's more news this week in the video game world than for the whole rest of the year, essentially. So, we just got to crack on, pretty much. Um, cool. We're going to have, like, two whole weeks where it's like, what have you been playing? And and, and we're, not, we're just not going to do that. But it is worth noting for Podcast 16 next week, um, we do seem to have The Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited, and we have been playing it. Um, oh, thank you. And if you are a regular listener to this podcast, uh, with the knowledge that comes with that, certainly of my opinion... Um, or <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Online, then I'm I maybe just casually suggest that you might want to listen next week. Um, so that's a little teaser for you. See, we're getting really good at this now, Ash. We're doing teasers and um, promotions, all sorts, music. Yeah, I'm. I, I feel like a modern day Johnny Vaughan at this yeah? point. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I'm gonna go and um, gonna go and have a crack at. Uh, the Top Gear presenter, Chris Evans, doing auditions shortly. I think we should get down there. <laughs> get in there, mate. Yeah, <laughs> me I mean, and Chris Evans and me and you. Was that some sort of segue or whatever it is into 
what you've done this week or literally today you know about driving well it wasn't but it can be might as well um, be it's quite just, a good one i just got back from brands hatch where i've been <laughs> racing about in an aerial atom today which was absolutely fucking terrifying <laughs> nice that's what i wanted to hear buddy <laughs> in this car, there's a there's a professionally trained former race driver, now tutor, beside me. He's like, have you ever driven around a racetrack before? I'm like, no. And he didn't exactly fill me with confidence. He was like, okay, so you've chosen Brands Hatch, which is, Campbell-wise, one of the most difficult circuits in, the, in Europe. Uh, <laughs> and you're driving the Aerial Atom, which has... The highest power to weight ratio. <laughs> to weight ratio, yeah. Talk. <laughs> he was, and then I, I could just see it in his eyes. He was like, "Fucking hell!" Because this geezer's got to sit next to people like me every day, yeah, as they fire about a race circuit in a supercar. And I mean, God help the man, because I wouldn't want his job. No, <laughs> I really wouldn't. Oh, but um. It was, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, I did say to one of the geezers, uh, I've actually done about 150 laps of this circuit on Project Cars. <laughs> and he uh, pissed himself. <laughs> he was like, well, that'll make no fucking difference whatsoever. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah, um, I bet. It was of little use. I mean, yeah. I knew the racing lines. That was something. But were you going um, like 20 miles an hour around them? Like, no, I tell you, I tell you, I, I, I don't know. I was mostly too scared to look down at the speedo, but on, yeah, I, I got I got five laps, and on my sort of third, fourth lap, I got that last bend right and and literally floored it. Um, nice. Which I do in my car all the time because it's a oh, 1.2 yeah, Ford Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really do anything. But in th- this thing's got like 250 brake horsepower. Yeah. Um, and it was terrifying. Um, <laughs> I don't know how fast I was going. <laughs> the, the, the best thing that happened all day, by the way, um, was that once I got there, I, I found out that you can get a um, helmet cam. Nice. You can get helmet cam of your laps. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to want that. I'll have a bit of that. Mm. Because that... And then, and then I thought maybe we could make like a comparison video of us doing <laughs> laps around brands yeah, yeah. versus my real life lap around brands. So yeah. I said that and they gave me this little GoPro to give to my driver geezer and he hooked it up on the car and everything. Did our laps and everything, finished up, I was a bit winded <laughs> and um, took the camera down to the place where they take the footage off and they pop it on a little USB stick, little brand yeah. USB stick. They fucked it. Dick bags. Either the geezer didn't put a memory card in, <laughs> or he didn't turn it on, or something. Some bollocks. Either way, they fucked it. And I Shit didn't get my footage bags. at all. That's not cool. Um, which was shitty, but it, this was a present for my folks, and my mum was there, and she was having none of that. <laughs> she, she was like, I don't <laughs> think so, involved. Sonny Jim. Yeah. You're going to want to do something for us now. Uh, and she just wouldn't leave it. And eventually, they... Uh, as a way of compensation for my lost footage. Yeah. They gave me a passenger experience in a V8 
GT3 World Touring car <laughs> alongside a like, proper race driver. Nice. I've got three laps sitting in the passenger seat, shitting myself, going nice. around. Yeah, I've, I have experienced that as well. I, I, I can't remember how old I was, but I think it was like my dad's like 50th birthday, so I would have been like, I don't know, 15 or something. And uh, yeah, my grand paid for me and my brother to go on. I can't remember what car it was, but it was around Brands Hatch and it was fucking really fast. I remember that. <laughs> and uh, you go around that first bend, you're like, I don't understand how the car is still yeah. turning. Why? Why aren't we dead? It was one of those, <laughs> um, one of those Aussie Vauxhalls, the Monaro, mm. nice the V8 thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, a fucking great day. Cracking, buddy. Welcome to the E3 podcast. Yeah, let's, let's, not let's talk, talk about, about games, racing yeah. experiences Fuck at Brands Hatch. Fuck it, yeah, I want to hear about it. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. these guys. Everyone knows what happened at E3 anyway. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, what a waste of time. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so anyway, Bethesda starting it off. Yeah, let's do this. So basically, what we're going to do here, we're going to go through. Um, Basically, conference by conference, we're going to sort of go talk about the, the things that were interesting. Then at the end, we're going to say what we thought was the best thing about it, what was the worst thing about it, and we're going to give it a rating out of 10, which is something we never do. We never give things ratings out of 10. But the the games conferences are so ludicrous, as is the idea of calling them a conference, that it seems just as ludicrous to give them a score. So that's what we're going to do this Sounds week. Good. I you like happy the with scoring that? Scoring system, yeah. One to ten. I'll do that. One to ten. Yeah. Okay, so Bethesda. One, two, or ten. One, two, or ten, indeed. Yeah. Bethesda. Um, did you watch it live at 3 a.m.? No, because I didn't. I watched it on YouTube the next no. day. I'm not stupid. I was at a, um, a, a long and arduous wedding weekend um, the, 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 over the, the, the days before, um, and I crashed out at 20 to 3. <laughs> that was the last time I remember looking at the clock. You suck. Um, Be didn't make it, but I watched it first thing in the morning anyway. So, um, so yeah. It, I, th- I thought it was fairly strong. Um, this is their first conference, isn't it? Yeah, for their first conference, I think they smashed it out of the park with all the stuff that they came out with. Was, um, it was no nonsense, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Um, it was kind of bullshit-free, which is very rare for these conferences. Bit unfortunate about Dishonored 2 getting leaked before it, but <clears throat> oh well. Yeah, and really, very, very shortly before it, wasn't yeah. it as well? Yeah, it was like in the. Um, Whatever it was, the pre. Yeah, they were. Yeah, wasn't that the story that they were, they were doing a test run and accidentally streamed the test run. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty special. Yeah, pretty dumb. But yeah, so they they kicked off with uh, with Doom. They did. What did you make of this? Um. Okay. So. Um, I remember playing the original Dooms like on PC at school because um, they were all like, LAN connected, so like we got it installed on there and like we were playing each other and stuff. It was cool. Um, they were cracking. Uh, was it Doom Three, the one on the PC? Was it that one? 
Yeah, I, I had that. I, yeah. I didn't like that very much. No, it was okay. But it looked amazing at the time. Yes, and I'm going to say about the same with this. It looks amazing. Again, I, um, the graphics on it look really something special. Now, I think this is going to happen a lot throughout this uh, this podcast, talking about graphics and how good they look and like... Is it going to look like that if it can when it comes out? Is that running on PC or is it running on a console? Um, so yeah, that, that was blatantly running on a PC, I'm guessing, and it looks really good. Um, it seemed to be quite floaty to me. Like uh, it didn't seem like you were connected to the floor. But then again, that is Doom in its essence, I guess. Um, the, the one thing I did like was the melee attacks. They were really cool. Like you could um, kind of like pick a part of the body to hit, like say the leg or the arms or the chest or the head. Um, not, I, I can't, I don't know. Can you think of any other games that really utilise that? I don't know. It was difficult to tell whether they were random or if you, if if, if it was kind of the closest thing you were aiming to at the time. Yeah, I'd so imagine the latter. I, I was watching it and. Um, the, the part of the body was highlighted when he went for the melee attack. Like a VATS thing. Yeah, like a VATS thing, but like in, in real time, obviously, not in slow motion. Yeah. So that's what he would be aiming for, like the leg or, like I said, the, the chest and things like that. So I thought that was really cool. I, like, I hadn't really seen that before. I haven't played uh, the latest Wolfenstein, but you've you've played it and you said the th- one of the greatest things about that game was how fun the shooting was and this looked fun this looked really fun the yeah. shooting in that yeah definitely like um, the variety of weapons like the shotgun's clearly the go-to weapon and then there it's got was the beans it's the way it should be with doom indeed and like the kind of like plasma machine gun looked like it was doing fuck all it was just like like the animation when he picked it up was fucking super cool. Like it all span round in his hand and shit. I was like, wow. And then he shot it and it was like pew pew pew. I'm like, oh my god, that is rubbish. Get the shotgun back out. Come on. <laughs> it was very slick. Um, yes. I I've gone into all of these conferences with my my own sort of uh, fairly harsh brand of skepticism, where I don't really believe anything I'm seeing uh, and. They showed a lot of single player, which, as you say, looked fucking great. Um, and then they showed a tiny snippet of multiplayer, and the graphics did not look as good. And I was thinking in my head, okay, so the single player demo they've shown us was like scripted and polished, and the multiplayer they've shown us fuck all of because that's what the game's actually going to look like. Um, yeah, I've I looked that up over the last couple of days now that people have got on because it's playable on the floor single player and multiplayer at E3 Okay. the general consensus is what they showed that single player what they showed that's that's playable and exactly how the game runs wow and there's people playing it and they're like yeah it looks like that it looks that good um, which is very exciting because it looks fucking great <laughs> yeah man really it, cool. it looks really really good like um, very impressive Looking forward to it. We've got cool. the. We've got the. Well, hopefully, I've got that. I've got that code for the beta. So. Um, oh yeah, we might be able to get involved with that. That'd be classic. That'd be cheeky, pre-owned Wolfenstein coming with a code that may or may not have been used. <laughs> 
you don't know. The, the, well, I mean, I don't think they would have... They would have kept it, wouldn't they, if they... I don't know. I just put it... I always put it back in the box when I've used it. So that's me, though. Yeah. Well, we'll see on that one. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be... This is the problem with this podcast, is that I want to talk in fairly, fairly great detail about most things but if we do that this is going to last like yeah, six it's hours yeah forever and that's what I was just thinking it's going to be I tough mean... um, but we'll just have to play it by ear see how we go okay. yeah I'll just cut you so out let's move on fine. to Battlecry um, unfortunate Battlecry free to play third person shooter poor man's team fortress 2 looks a bit shit yeah it's very unfortunate to come straight after doom that's, yeah. <laughs> that's literally the only comment I wrote about that. I was just like, yeah. No. I'm I'm good, thanks. Not interested. Next, um they came out and they announced Dishonored. There there's gonna be a Dishonored remaster with I think it's um quite cheap as well, twenty five, thirty quid for the remaster and all of the DLC that came with that original game or, or came out over that game's lifespan. I, I, I really liked Dishonored. Um, I played through it twice. and Wow. I, I, I don't think I'd play it again, but if you haven't played it, then highly recommend it. It's, it, it's just fun. It was just really fun, the powers you had and stuff. Very satisfying combat yet again. I'm starting to think Bethesda are kind of cornering the market of, of just satisfaction in terms of the gameplay mechanics, how it feels to shoot things and, and melee and it's just all very nice and slick yeah, and polished and, and what you want yeah, I, I think they, they're getting all the different ends of the market as well Well, like you are saying with um, satisfaction but also with like you know the, the different like art styles and um, scenarios I reckon so like Doom's like your death one, Fallout's like your Atomic Era, Elder Scrolls is that Dishonored is your steampunk, you know, they're they're all Yeah. All over the place really, which is awesome. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Really cool. So they um they announced that, they announced Dishonored 2, um, which looks like more of the same. Um but better. didn't see <coughs> Yeah, didn't see much in the way of gameplay, but there are two characters this time you can play as there's a female protagonist as well as a male one and they they were quite keen to state that it wasn't a case of uh, you know a co-op experience or a, a Last of Us where the two of them are travelling together. Yeah. This is literally pick a character, play through the game, and presumably the story will be shaped very differently depending on who you choose. It gives massive amounts of replay value. You know the fact you got two characters that there. Yeah, man. Dishonored was already a game where you can reload a level 15 times and do it differently every single time so very cool very cool I, when I was watching it like I never finished the original Dishonored um, I think I probably got about just over halfway through it uh, and when it loaded up uh, when the trailer came on for Dishonored 2 and it showed the girl I immediately thought it's the the girl from the first one is that wrong I'm guessing it's not her no I, I think it is I think oh, it is fucking there Emily. you go mate yeah, why not? Um, I'm pretty sure it is her. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. See, I already <coughs> know what cool. happens in. So that's ru- that's ruined the first game for me. I know she survives. She's not. <laughs> Terrible. Worst trailer ever. So yeah, Fallout, Fallout Four, budding. Um, 
I played the shit out of Fallout 3 and uh, probably half or something of New Vegas again. Um, I just remember getting the sex spot in New Vegas, which was always fun. <laughs> Classic, good times. And uh, yeah, this game has just come out and fucking smashed it with so much of its stuff. <laughs> like, uh, so, um, first things first, really, it, it looks really good for, I'm guessing, a fucking massively open world game. Don't you think? Yeah, I do. Um, when we saw the very first trailer, I was a little harsh on it um, because I, I, I sort of said, as nice as it looks, I was expecting to be absolutely blown away. But you have to remember that this is this is huge. This game, you know, it was the same with uh, Skyrim. Uh, it's the same with anything, any games of this sort of scale. Um, there have to be graphical compromises and I don't think that it it's absolutely isn't the best looking game that I've seen at E3. Definitely um, not, but... It, it, but it's top 10 um, and for a, a game as vast as this one, that'll probably do you. It's yeah. very colourful. They seem to have really thought about the colour palette and, and that was a big problem on Fallout 3. Yes. It, was, it was brown. Fallout 3 was brown. <laughs> that was um, all. Which is understandable because... It's a, you know it's a wasteland, but you know it touches like the fact they've let they've basically said the there's going to be a sort of introduction where it's kind of pre-war you know before the bomb dropped and so on, um, and then all the mechanics as well the 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 fact there's going to be full-on crafting there's going to be building um, rem- there was that building pack that came with came went onto Skyrim wasn't there where you could build your own sort of House, house yeah you can make it in like so, uh, i think it's like four or five different locations really cool that was um but yeah you can make your own what, what did they call it it wasn't like a fort it was like a settlement settlement yeah that's it and then so he, when it first started up it's like oh cool you can make your little house but then it goes on to show you about like yeah you can make like oh was it generators and have lights going and then you can like build gun turrets and it's like yeah your settlement will get attacked by like nomads and whatever it's like oh my god that's ridiculous and then at the end of that bit he's like yeah but you don't have to do that it's just an option if you want to so like, all right <laughs> fucking hell but like yeah. the one thing that really um, stuck in my head was uh, the whole fact that like everything like literally everything has like a purpose like it can be used it can be salvaged it can be scrapped it can be turned into anything so it showed you the um, he built the was it the sniper scope or something and he built it out of like and it came up with a tree of different things like so he needed like adhesive rubber glass and I don't know something else uh, metal, I think it was. Uh, but yeah, there were so many different things, like you could build the metal out of like a wrench or a toy car. So all that random crap that's always been lying around in Fallout, that it's actually useful now, which is just... They've solved a problem there. Yeah, totally. That, that's been a, a running theme with, with Bethesda's Elder Scrolls games and the Fallout games, is there's always all these different things you can pick up. Um that do nothing at all 
I've always, in previous uh, Bethesda big old games like this, I've always ended up with, you know, a thousand fucking items that are of no use to me because I can't help but pick shit up, even if it's of no use. And yeah. um, now everything has a use, so Yay. that's very cool. We very much like the look of this Fallout game, and um, yeah, it just looks fantastic. It, it it just it's got the one it's one of those games. It's got the look of a game where they just know exactly what they want to do. Indeed, it looks fucking ace, and it's it out this year. Indeed, which is fucking brilliant. That's definitely, if not pre-ordered or I might wait a couple of weeks or a month or so and get it for Christmas because you know there's going to be a few patches on that bad boy well that and the fact that you know this is you're going to want a bit of time spare to tuck into this thing yeah true Christmas um, is uh, perhaps holiday season is the time not a bad shout buddy (laughs) Uh, so that was the conference they ended on Fallout um I've I've actually put a little note. We're using a, a little Google document which we've kind of compiled all our notes. We both kind of made uh, jotted down what we thought of stuff on the fly because there's so much to take in. Um, and I've jotted down the predictions that I made back in April about what I expected to see at some of the conferences. Most of them weren't fairly outlandish, um, but you know, it was an article on the site. I thought people might be interested to see. So. For Bethesda, I predicted um, that they would announce a new Wolfenstein. I predicted that they would show off Evil Within DLC. Uh, and I thought they'd have something else as like well. A, yeah, a new IP or something. I thought they would show off something. And I had a oh, there was a, a vague whiff moment in my head where I thought possibly they would tease the next Elder Scrolls just yeah, because it would have been I was, nice but they don't do it like I that I was did, thrown by the fact that they announced Fallout they waited till so close to E3 and yeah. then they announced it before E3 and I thought in my head I was kind of running scenarios and I thought why would you not just wait and and I think this conference would have been far better if I hadn't seen anything of Fallout 4 until this conference and I don't know why they didn't do that I don't yeah. get it Maybe they were worried about it getting leaked or something beforehand, or I don't know. You, you just don't or know. maybe it was gonna get leaked, so they yeah, so they it went something with like it. that. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I thought it was a bit weird. Um, the most exciting thing. Uh, what was your most exciting thing of the Bethesda conference? Well, you know, we haven't actually spoken about it, but you know, when the Elder Scrolls Online, it finished with like a little note with a hand saying "We know," and uh, that can only mean that the Dark Brotherhood had come into the Elder Scrolls Online, buddy. So that's pretty exciting for me. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, um, my most exciting thing was Fallout. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Well, it was Fallout. Then, then pimping up a house in Fallout, that sounds fucking ace. And the pit All those game. mechanics I hadn't even considered that they've now confirmed. Uh, and the fact that that game's coming out far sooner than we were expecting. Yeah, which um, is even better. Is wonderful. Uh, least exciting thing. What was your least exciting thing about the Bethesda conference? Um, the... Elder Scrolls Legend card game, I guess. 
That, that, that surprises me because you you tried for some time to get me to play Hearthstone, and I know you were having a little go at that a little while. Yeah, mate. I've been playing Gwent as well on the fucking Witcher Three. I love it, but you know, no one's gonna play Elder so Scrolls Legend with me, so I'll just be like, oh, I might as well just give up now. <laughs> oh, that sort of reverse psychology is not going to work. I've <laughs> no fucking interest in the card game. Um, and for me, Battlecry. I thought Battlecry right. looks shite. I've yeah, no interest that, in that it was, whatsoever. Yeah. I, I, and as you said, to, to follow Doom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what were they thinking? Like, we're just going to start with Doom that looks so good and it looks, well, it is awesome. And then to be like, yeah, here's Battlecry. Yeah. <laughs> Come and play you. It's like, oh dear, mistake. But then again, I don't know where. It was like when they put on Elder Scrolls Online, I was just like, yeah, no, that's no, just pointless. But yeah. Okay, so finally, Bethesda, wrapping up Bethesda, what would you give the Bethesda conference out of 10? Uh, I'd give it a solid 8. Fair play, and I would give it a 7. Next, um, this was the following day at a, an hour of the day where people are awake in Europe, which was nice. Helpful. So I think it was a 5.30 start, wasn't it? Uh, this is the Microsoft conference. So let's just kick straight into this straight Go. away. Um, Halo 5 Guardians. That's Great. what they opened the show with. So Halo 5... Um, we spoke about Halo 5 in the pre-EE3 um, podcast, and I'm I'm just I'm not fast about Halo anymore. You couldn't give a shit about it at all. Nah, I don't know why. Fair enough. I've just had me feel now. I think it's not going to get better than Halo 3. You know, that that was the best. It was so much fun. With, like, I think with, you're, with the you're probably right about the that. Forge. To be honest, um, I had everything. Don't need it anymore. That was it. I didn't realise how revolutionary that game was um, when it when it first came out. The fact that it had the forge mode, the matchmaking was just the best matchmaking in anything ever. Um, it looked great when it came out. There were loads of map packs and stuff, and they were reasonably priced. Halo 3 was an amazing game. Um, I think this looks really good, but at the same time, I... I feel like I I can't play a Halo game and not be playing as Master Chief at all times. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I didn't like about ODST that. and whatever the other one. Reach was it Reach? I think I can't remember. It's what Halo is. I know you're, you're Master you Chief. You are Master Chief, and you're gonna fucking bring it. You know, it's what you do. It's like Splinter Cell when they changed the voice actor, uh, I and know. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like you can't. And you're not <laughs> Sam Fisher. Exactly. <laughs> I can do so, it, so Halo 5 it looks cool um, obviously obvious caveat regular listeners know we don't have Xboxes um, but we uh, we're interested might get one for Christmas now though after some of the stuff they've said yeah it was a cracking cracking conference and, and you play lots of, of games on Windows as well so we have a vested interest here um so yeah, Halo 5, they followed that up with ReCore, which was a robot thingy. Um, I It was a very slick sort of um, CG stroke uh, where this is the, the footage we're aiming at kind of thing. 
Um, but yeah, we don't know much about that. Then uh, the one, the only big dick player, Phil motherfucking Spencer. Came out to lay the smack down on our candy asses. And uh, big news. Just casually announced Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. Fucking, why, that's awesome, man. Like, seriously. I mean, if uh, I'd, I, for some reason this week, uh, because of E3, I've gone back and played like some like late 90s and early 2000 games to do some research. Uh, we'll get onto that later. But I, I'd really actually appreciate backwards, compatib- uh, backwards compatibility now. I think more than I ever would have done in the past because I've always just been like, yeah, the future of games and, and staying with the now. But for some reason, probably because I'm getting a bit old. I don't think it's nostalgia because I'm not going back to games that I've played before. I'm going back and playing games that I haven't played. And, and like, I think, like, yeah, like some of the old... PS3 or PS2 titles, I might go back and be like, oh yeah, I never played that. And there's, so yeah, man, fucking backwards compatibility, well good. It was such a bold move, and um, you know, PlayStation have actually come out and said, oh yeah, we're not really, we don't think people are interested in that, which is ridiculous because of PS Now. I yeah, mean, they don't need to do that. That's what they're going for, isn't it? They're not going for backwards compatibility. Why can't I say I can't say compatibility after backwards? It's weird. Um, it doesn't matter, buddy. Yeah, everyone knows <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, because they're doing the PlayStation now, which is going to be the backwards compatibility. <laughs> do you Maybe. think it makes PS Now look a bit silly? I don't know. Do you think it's like, like why not just have backwards compatibility and allow you to download old games like rather than have this convoluted streaming service where they can't decide on a price model and so on like i think it makes a mockery of ps now um and also and this i I promise you that this is true uh i've been thinking long and hard about this if when these consoles came out if the xbox one had been backwards compatible I would never have bought a PlayStation. I wouldn't oh, no, have given wouldn't it have. a moment's thought. I would Definitely have bought not. an Xbox One straight out the gate, and this would be a very different podcast. <laughs> Indeed. That would have done it. We had F1, we had Vegas, we yeah, had Project We could Gotham. have played all of our games that we had straight and, and just carried it on. And There yeah. is no way, there's no fucking way that we would have switched over to Sony had they done that off straight out the out the gate. There's just no way. I could still be playing Charles HD. Yeah, you could. <laughs> it was a, it was a big move, but at the same time, um, it's a bit late. Like I, I feel like they they did it because they know that they're in, they're they're behind and yeah need. and so many people are saying like oh they're they're giving the big pushback now like you know maybe the wrong kind of phrase but um yeah they I, d- I don't see it they're, i think they're too far behind to like get how back many on people top. traded in all their 360 games like yeah exactly i don't i, I haven't got any anymore other than um a, a, <laughs> 
Gitaro World Tour, the <laughs> one that was in the bundle. Yeah, you can't that's fucking flog for love nor money. <laughs> no barcode. That is literally the only thing that I've got left. Uh, I've sold I've the. X- I've sold the 360. I've sold. I've kept the controllers because of the PC compatibility, but everything's gone apart from fucking Guitar Hero World Tour. Well, well, what could have been, buddy? Because Indeed. would have changed everything. We'll move on. Um, Fallout 4. That was the next thing that was in the Microsoft, uh, and they announced that. PC mods would work on the Xbox version. Um, it was since announced that this is coming to PS4 as well, albeit oh, is it? shortly afterwards. Yeah, yeah okay, that's um, fine. I, I like because I was like, oh man, I really wish I had that. But now you've said that, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna get it. It's fine by me. I kind of, I kind of thought, okay, that makes sense because of the whole Windows, Windows 10. Yep, yep, yep. But um, so I didn't really even think about it. But I looked it up just before we we started recording and yeah uh, it's coming to PS4 as well that's a big deal I don't know exactly know how that's going to work I'd imagine it would be limited in many ways but um, well, there, it's there's a great that, start um, we didn't talk about it it's that Bethesda's dot, Bethesda net is it? Um, that's right yeah and so I'm guessing you're going to have to go on there and then kind of like you do with GTA with like the the, the social maps and stuff yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it's going to be that Rockstar kind of Rockstar verified stuff yes. as well, and all that. Yeah, so that, I reckon that's how you're going to like sort out your mods and shit. But that's yeah, cool, isn't it? Very cool. Mods coming to the fucking console, buddy. Can't wait. Fallout as well. Like <laughs> of all the things we were shown over the course of E3, that's the thing that looks like it's got the most content in it, and it's going to have mod compatibility. You know, it's just. Yeah, man. It just feels like a winner already. I don't, I can't really see from what we've seen of that, and the fact that they've only shown us gameplay. Even the the launch trailer was gameplay. I, I don't know how they could fuck that up. I feel like that's you know, that's <laughs> a very safe place to put your money yeah. in, in betting terms. Uh, so we'll move on because we talked about that before. Uh, Forza Six is Forza. They've got some sort of. Um, Thing they've partnered with Ford, they dropped a car from the ceiling. Um, gradually, they didn't just smash it. Yeah, into not pieces. just like boom, Forza. Oosh. It was all bollocks. They had like Henry Ford the fifth or some yeah. shit. Um, you know, junior, junior. we would we would probably we as as you said in the I think the pre three show, we've it's never really set the world alight for us Forza, but. You know me, um, I would probably be buying Forzas if um, I had an Xbox One. I don't know, when Gran Turismo comes out, I don't think I'm going to buy that. Really? Yeah, no, I've played like Gran Turismo's in the past and like, it's the same with Forza, it just feels too slow. It's too simmy for me, I don't like it. Well, I'll probably get it. Right, okay. Enjoy. <laughs> so uh, then uh, we've got a load of games here that um, Microsoft kind of showed off, but a lot of them are mentioned in in conferences we're going to talk about later on in the podcast. So I've just kind of condensed it down. We had a Dark Souls three teaser, which was all CG, didn't show you anything at all. But um, yep, that was announced. Um, apparently, people have seen it running on the E three show floor, and it's coming out early next year. So no fucking about with from it was a nice trailer but we're gonna we 
we will consistently belittle all CG trailers no, on this always. podcast because because they're all bollocks. Yeah, it's like someone saying, "Yeah, we've got a game that, that that'll do. You don't need to show us anything else." They could draw like just like a fucking stick man with a sword and be like, "Yes, yeah, the new Zelda." Same thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the Division, they showed some gameplay in inverted commas. We'll talk about that in the Ubisoft conference bit. Um, and Rainbow, um, we'll do the same there. Um, and Tomb Raider, they showed lots of Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider looks gorgeous. Once again, it looks more of the same. Um, I'm a bit jelly for that. Probably my biggest disappointment is the fact that this thing is... Uh, allegedly Xbox exclusive, although this it's still hazy. It still <laughs> no might come out. No, no it, it, it yeah. just no one fancies confirming it. Um, either way, um, what did you make of that? I thought it looked really nice. Yeah, I was a big fan of the reboot. I really, really enjoyed that game. It's fucking, it was awesome. So I'm a bit bummed. Slash, I don't know. Is, is it Xbox? What about PC? Is it? Oh, well, we don't fucking know. Uh, if it comes out on PC and not PS4, then fuck it, I'll buy on PC. Um, yeah, that like, yeah, it's going to be cool. Like, I like it, it looks good. Yeah, not more really yeah. to say about it, I'm a bit bummed. But yeah. And it was dated to come out in November, uh, which is cool, quite soon. That's what we like. Uh, next, indies. They showed off a load of indie stuff. They had a popper. They tried to do the whole look at all of our indies thing. They had them on pedestals and stuff. It was quite interesting like to see. Like PlayStation did last year. Kind very of much so. Yeah, very much so. That, and, and this is... You, I, I, you have to give them a lot of respect because I feel like they, they've tried to cover every angle here. They've gone backwards compatible, they've got first party exclusives, they've got games coming out in the next six months, and they've, they're investing in indie with the Windows 10 thing added to that yeah. as well. You know, they're doing all they can. You couldn't do any more than this with, with the slightly less powered console. You couldn't do any more than no, what they're doing. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, Indies, we had Tacoma from Fulbright, a lot of people interested in that one. Uh, Ashen from Aurora 44, Beyond Eyes from Tiger and Squid, which looked interesting. Um, they also announced Early Access, they're going to start doing a sort of Early Access program a la Steam. Uh, there's going to be, it's kind of going to be curated though, where they have, you know, games coming out over a period of time, one at a time, all of which will have demos and... Um, uh, possible refund policies and and stuff. I, I think that's the future anyway. You know, it's it's prevalent on Steam. It's going to happen on the consoles as well. Yeah, it's got to be. Has to. Has to move on, doesn't it? So yeah, Xbox are really, or Microsoft, I should say, are really trying to impress and pull people back, and they're doing a very good job of it. I must say, I'm I'm a lot more intrigued. I think so. And then they kicked in with HoloLens. They did the Minecraft HoloLens demo, which was very mm. interesting. But yes. at the same time, like, yeah. I mean, we've we've done this, haven't we? With Connect. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, extremely even, sceptical. I'm going to call bullshit on HoloLens. Um, yeah. I, I and you can have a pop bullshit. of me if you fancy the internet. And um, if I'm completely wrong, then I will hold my hands up. But I'm calling bullshit on this. I think it's absolute bollocks. Uh, and also, even if it isn't, even if it works, I, I don't know what 
use it has. Like, other than... It's generating 3D ladies in front of me with their tops off. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally all I can think of. The whole Minecraft on the table thing, I was struggling to think of many other reasons why you'd want to do that, and it it was all a bit strange, but it, it was incredibly impressive. It's but... all the augmented reality stuff. Like, it's very interesting, but when it comes down to it, you really got to think, like, what would I use that for? You know, like... Yeah, and how... if you've got to rack your brains to come up with that, then yeah. you possibly didn't need it in the fucking first place. True. I don't know. We're old, we're grumpy old men now, aren't we? we? We're kind of set in our ways. We're scared of change and scared of these sort of things that appear sort of gimmicky to start off with. So... For me, uh, I've absolutely zero interest. Um, I think we've just been bitten too many times before in the past with like connect. (laughs) Well, even other ones before that. I mean, if you look at like the light guns and stuff back in like the nineties and stuff, like uh, they were fucking cool. But like, if we were a bit older back then, we'd be like, "Wow, this is this is dog shit." (laughs) Yep, it's true. Uh, and then finally, they polished things off with Gears 4. Not Gears of War 4. Gears 4. Gears. They dropped the of war. Gears of 4. Gears of 4. Much yes. better. Yes, we fixed it for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you make of it? Um, yeah. It's Gears, <laughs> innit? It's, it's so bad, though, because these are like games that I fucking absolutely loved on the 360 like is it because I haven't got an Xbox One that I'm not that fussed about them or is it because I'm just like I don't know the answer I don't know um, We did. I don't think that it's the fact that you haven't got an Xbox One because we, we didn't play Gears 3 either um, when we had 360s mm-hmm. so or Judgment or judgment? No. Well, I mean, judgment was a complete misstep by uh, most Gears fans. Will tell you it was a misstep. I, it seemed to be shite from what I could make out. Um, it looks like Gears of War. If you like Gears of War, then it's Gears of War. It looks very pretty and um, quite interesting, but it's just Gears of War. Um, I think they've made the character models a bit smaller. It looks a little bit less Gears of War than previous iterations. But there's not much else we can say about it. Something I've just realised that we did miss was the uh, the announcements from Rare. I, 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 it's my bad. I must have just missed that in the... Uh, the Rare replaying. Yeah, which is 30 games for $30, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like think that. you can get it over here for like £19. I've seen it. 18 19 Which is... Which is something, isn't it? I yeah, mean, it's man. just a retro pack, but there's a lot of good games there. I mean, it's not just really old stuff like uh, Battletoads um, and that RC racing thing. You've got Perfect Dark Zero in there as well, and uh, just all sorts. And Rare have made a lot of good games, and to get them, to get so many of them for that price, um, it was quite cool that they said there's like 10,000 gamer score tagged into that as well. That's cool. Um, and then they came out and announced their new game that they've been working on, the one that Phil motherfucking Spencer's been tweeting about excitedly, uh, and it is Sea of Thieves, which 
looks like a pirate MMO, from what I can make out. They, they, the trailer was keen to show that there were other players around you. Um, I don't know how representative of actual gameplay footage that trailer was. It all looked a little bit doctored to me, a little bit scripted and CG-ish. But um, looks like pirates get your ship, get your crew, go and fight other people with ships and crews and so on. Yes. Um, we can't really say much about it, I don't think, at this it's, point. It's um, quite cartoony and things in a way, isn't it? It's not really... Yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed pirates. Well, at least it isn't a fucking Connect game. <laughs> True. Uh, and that's I a mean, good point. I mean, where the fuck was Connect? Yeah, funny that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the fu- it's the future of gaming, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, my predictions were Tomb Raider gameplay and a release date of November. Um, there was always going to be Tomb Raider gameplay. It's hardly a fucking <laughs> prediction. Uh, yeah. But I did get the November bit right. Um, I said Rare would show off a new Banjo or Battletoads. Uh, they didn't do that. Just they old, banjo old Banjo and Battletoads. Battletoads yeah. yeah, close enough. <laughs> Wasn't too bad. Um, I also made a. I think my boldest prediction was that during one of the conferences, either Microsoft, Sony, or the the PC one, yeah, uh, I thought Rock Rockstar might appear. I thought someone might have paid Rockstar enough money to pop out and announce <laughs> Red Dead Two. That'd have been a um, shit ton it, of money. It didn't happen, and no, it could it happen at Gamescom. Maybe. I still think that game's coming. That'd be fucking ace. Did you ever play the first one? I did, yeah. I oh, loved it. But fuck, I, uh, so I didn't good, actually it? own it. I was skint at the time and I borrowed it off of Sam actually when we were living together down in nice. Bath. Um, but I haven't played it. I didn't play it very much and mm. um, always wanted to go back. Um, if I had an Xbox One, then I could do, but yeah, I don't. True. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great game. So um, I basically got all the predictions pretty much wrong. Uh, what was the most exciting thing for you about Microsoft's <laughs> conference? Unfortunately, probably like the HoloLens, but I'd still just fucking hype. It's all bollocks. Um, so I'm going to go with um, the backwards compatibility, buddy. Like I said, it's all about the features, buddy, not the games now for me for some fucking reason. That's what you were excited about going into this, you said. You said oh, no, it. It's weird. It wasn't really big, big name games that were was the thing you were interested in. It was new features, new family sharing stuff, and you know, all of that sort of thing. Yeah, where's that? Where's the family sharing? What the fuck? Yeah. Bullshit. I don't know. Uh, my most exciting thing was that they've got so many games coming out exclusive games coming out soon, something that Sony absolutely don't have at all, is first party titles that are coming out this year so if, you're, if you've got an Xbox One then you can look forward to Halo, Forza and Tomb Raider before, before Christmas, and that's a big deal it doesn't sound like it, but if you compare it to what Playstation's got going on in terms of exclusives there's nothing there um and a, th- a running theme of Sony's conference was everything was 2016. Everything had a 2016 on it. Uh, we don't know, announce... buddy. We haven't got onto that yet. 
Well, okay. I don't want to spoil <laughs> Don't ruin it. Uh, God. Ruined. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah. Um, the least exciting thing. What was your least exciting thing about the Microsoft conference? Oh, God. Um, the division. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, For obvious just reasons. <laughs> that that section where it was just all the you know games. <laughs> no, all the like the non-exclusive games. I'm like, oh yeah, great. You've got a exclusive beta for you. Uh, blah blah. And I I was like, yeah, I, uh, meh. That was it. Yeah. Uh, my least exciting thing is HoloLens, <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm calling bullshit yeah. on HoloLens. But mate, for them to fucking do it on stage though. I know, and I was saying in the lead up, I want someone to try and show off a headset because it you can't do it, and it'd be yeah. funny. They did do it. They, they did it well. They, they smashed it, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's still fucking bullshit, mate. Yeah. I'm not having it. Totally. So. That's my least. Finally, um, your score out of ten for Microsoft's conference. Um, I think I have to go for an eight again because I think they did really well compared to previous years. I'm doing this on like you know I'm not judging people against each other. I'm doing it from like their how they've done from previous years. I think so. Yeah, that's an eight. Fair play. Uh, I'm giving them a nine. Wow. With I think they HoloLens. smashed it, even okay. with even with Hololens. I think Hololens made for good conference fodder, if nothing mm, else. Definitely. Um, but I thought that the, the lineup of games they announced, the backwards compatibility, I thought it was slick. They didn't they didn't go into detail about any fucking figures. Obviously, they wouldn't because uh, they're not pretty. But um, they <laughs> they didn't go into any of the business bollocks. Yeah. They just delivered they, they a conference games, games, full of games. video games. Yeah, and that's what And that about. is what they needed to do, and it's yeah. what they did, and they should be commended for that. Um, so, yeah, 9 out of 10 for me. Moving on to EA. Do we have to? <laughs> we do. We do have to. Um, so this started off strong with Mass Effect. I was like, yeah, cool, wicked, bring it on, I'll, I'll do it, cool. And then it was like uh, CG nonsense, like you say, and it's not out for another year and a half. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I called this. Obviously, they were going to announce another Mass Effect. They, they kind of had to. It's a very popular franchise. Holiday 2016, you know, okay, fine. Um, and it wasn't a great trailer, and it was all CG bullshit, so we'll move on. Uh, Need for Speed uh, looked amazing, absolutely yeah, amazing. Fuck me, like, when you say what was the best thing of this conference, it is Need for Speed. That thing the looks graphics fucking on that. insane. Like, if that is gameplay, then it's the closest thing I've ever seen to photorealistic. Oh, like, it awesome, literally it? looked like a video. Like it's incredible. And um, they, they've come out. Um, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Uh, and they said, "Yeah, 
Um, people have like, well, like the the Need for Speed franchise has been around for twenty years, twenty twenty one years, twenty years, something like that. And um, they've gone all through the spectrum of different styles of racing, like from like drift to like kind of serious, like in what was it shift um, to yep. all, well all up and down. And they've come out and said in this game because of like the customizable cars and stuff you can race this how you want to race it and I, if they if they, you know if you can that that's going to be a really good game i mean the idea that you could change you could adjust things to the point where you could play say two online races with your friends and one of them is is a fierce project cars esque simulation yep. And the other one is is fucking Kudos Max. Ridge Racer. Yeah, I mean, if they if they've managed to do that, if they've made a game that that covers the spectrum of of driving mechanics that we've seen across the board from various games. Yeah, I mean that's unstoppable as as yeah. a system. The, the, I and don't it know. It's amazing. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm. It's the same thing, like Hololens. I'm, I'm calling bullshit, but, <laughs> but if it, if it does come out and it does that, then fuck me, we're, we're getting that, no, no question. Yeah, it, it, absolutely mind blowing. And we were, we were watching this conference, and we were kind of mocking it along the way because it weren't pretty. This conference, as far no. as I'm concerned, but this really did, you know, this was a jaw dropping moment well worth looking up on uh, YouTube if you haven't seen it Um, next it just kind of went downhill it just spiralled here I was at the point where I was like oh my god they're going to do something good and they're showing kind of gameplay footage as well I was like okay fair dues I'll eat my words and then suddenly it was like okay no (laughs) so we're going to cane through this we have to talk about this conference because it's one of the big ones but yeah we can get through this this. so plants versus zombies 2 uh it it looks like exactly the uh, same it's it's another garden warfare it looks the same as the last one um blah 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 blah, but you play as the Uh, zombies this time isn't it instead of the plants that was the big thing yeah revolutionary mate yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) massive chunk on nhl NBA and Madden, um, Rory McIlroy golf, uh, which is just I can't. It will always be Tiger Woods to me. Yeah, I um, know, right? And at this point, I'm losing the will to live because they've shown me Puck Tech and talked about Ultimate Team across their sports games. Loved it. And then someone comes out and starts talking about their mobile games and uh, <laughs> yeah. shows the fucking minions. <laughs> Fucking Minions mobile game where they're on some desert island sunning themselves and it it's just it was so painful. Um, yeah, it was horrible. Everyone who came out seemed inept at presenting the the calibre of software wasn't even poor, but they managed to make it not very interesting. Um, and then the moment came when the guy came out and I was like, oh, finally, they're going to talk about FIFA because I've heard good things. I've heard they've made <laughs> strides forward. Yeah. Fucking wheel out Pele, sit him on a stool. And I th- I'm we'll pretty just sure chill. when when uh, I saw them bring something out, I was like, that's a fucking Zimmer frame there. <laughs> we not- both thought they were Zimmer frames. <laughs> 
And I was thinking in my head, why is the, why is the creative director of Fever got a Zimmer frame? <laughs> oh no, they're yeah. chairs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pele, mate. There he was. He was all about Fifa. He loves that shit. So this guy just basically wanked off about the fact he was talking to Pele. Even after Pele had gone, after Pele spouted incoherent pigeon English at us for 10 <laughs> minutes, the geezer was just like, I just met Pele. And it's yeah, almost like he yeah. forgot that he was he was where he was or what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, and then he told us basically fuck all about Fifa. Um, yeah. Did they even mention the fact that he's got women? I don't think they did. Yeah, that was mentioned. Oh, it was. was. It? Yeah. Um, I was so amazed by Pele. He basically said all the mechanics have been refined. Um, that's 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 the story that we're getting. Um, <laughs> all of, all the mechanics have been refined, and there's women. Cool. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, we're nearly there with EA. So then, uh, a strange Scandinavian man took to the stage and in a sort of terrified manner showed us this game called Unravel which his hands were shaking um, so much he was so <laughs> scared bless him and his game looked so lovely it, yeah it's, it's interesting as well a bit different isn't it you play as a little woolen chap you leave a woolen trail everywhere you go you, you can use unravel. it as it's rope. called Unravel I think yeah. that's why that was happening uh, I called it Wool Simulator 2015 <laughs> nice <laughs> it looks cool. Um, then came Battlefront. What did you think of Battlefront? Ah, uh, looked like Battlefield in a Star Wars mask. Fucking did look like Battlefield. <laughs> it really does look like Battlefield Stormtrooper Edition. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, yeah, it, it was it, always it, gonna. Yeah, it was gonna. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it looked good. I mean, you can't say it didn't because it really did. Uh, it looked really good. Um, but the problem about these things, they're like, they're so scripted. And it's so like, you know, like if we would play that like as a demo, we'd run out there and just get fucking shot like 20 times in a row in the face. Um, whereas like he's running through shooting everyone like oh yeah this game's great you can kill like, everyone but yeah and, uh, yeah it, it actually to be fair to it had um, a lot of people excited and fair enough um, and also Sony had a fair old chunk of gameplay we'll talk about that in the Sony section I, I thought it was a much better showing the the uh, the footage that they had in their conference. Yes, um, I think so. It wasn't as like scripted. People will say. love it. I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. Um, Probably get it. But Battlefield for me is run for three minutes across a map because everyone's took all the vehicles, uh, then die, and then do that again. Yeah, and <laughs> repeat. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, finally, Mirror's Edge. That looks fucking Edge. cool. Does look cool. Yeah, it looks very cool. There, there wasn't a great deal of gameplay because they were kind of phasing in and out of people talking about how yeah. they were making the game and stuff. They've been from start to finish. EA have been massively wanky over the development. Oh, it's really close to our hearts. Oh, we mm. want to revolutionise movement. All of this 
you know, stuff that just makes you want to vomit. Um, <laughs> but but it does look great. Uh, I, I loved Mirror's Edge, and um, I'm very much looking forward to this. And it's open world, open world this time. Um, the way that Mirror's Edge works with the roots, yeah, it can't be freeform, can it? So each, it, say, it, I mean, if you're climbing about on roofs, then there can only be, you know, maybe there's one way off of each side of the roof. Yeah. That's, that seems reasonable. Maybe even two ways, I don't know. But it's like a massive maze, really, isn't it? Because you're going to need to be able to navigate from each building to the next. And yeah. And each I one's mean- going to have to have a route. You're going to end up learning the roots, I yeah, think, because I think they can't so. make it free for. Well, the thing is, if I can get fucking lost in in the first Mirror's Edge, I'm totally fucked for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. It looks cool, though. It looks very cool. Um, it was... I think it was probably my favourite thing of their conference. We'll get on to that now, in fact. Um... Just before we do, my predictions. Um, yeah. Back in April, I said the Mass Effect would be teased with a CG trailer uh, and dated 2016, which it was. Um, and Mirror's Edge would be shown and dated early 2016, which it was. Um, yes. Again, I'm not. It's not like Nostradamus, you know. Fairly fucking obvious stuff from me here, but uh, you know. It was true. So, my most exciting thing about the conference... Probably a toss-up between Mirror's Edge and Mass Effect for me. I've never got into a Mass Effect game before. Really? I never thought you would... Yeah, I was going to say, you've never... I don't think we've ever spoken about Mass Effect. I played about ten hours of the first one. I couldn't get past the combat. I thought it was clunky as fuck. Um totally put me off the whole franchise and I never gave it a fair chance afterwards uh, I'm ready to do so now and okay, that's what I it is. haven't seen any gameplay of this yet but I just know it's my sort of game the, the Mass Effect, when I saw Mass Effect 3 I thought this is definitely my sort of game never actually played it uh, I'm ready to jump in so I think that would be my, my big deal even though it's absolutely miles off and we haven't even seen anything of it yet uh, what about you for your your favourite thing? Um, I, I would have thought it would have been Mass Effect because I played like the the first three games like religiously to the point where um, I bought three and realised that my game save for Mass Effect Two um, wasn't complete or something like it hadn't saved it at the end. It was like on the last mission. So I immediately went to Blockbuster, which was available back then, uh, rented Mass Effect 2, finished off the last mission so I could carry on my character in Mass Effect 3. Um, Wow. Yeah, I would have thought Mass Effect 4, but I'm I'm just really excited about Need for Speed. I want another Need for Speed Underground or Underground 2 because those... That that for me was the best need for speed. It was fucking awesome. And like, like if they come out and said like what they said like about the whole you can race it how you want to race it, then yeah, I'm in. Totally. It did look fantastic, and I'm a massive racing fan. You're not exactly going to have to twist my arm <laughs> when that when that one's concerned. Shocking. Um, yeah, uh, my favourite one was the first Hot Pursuit. There was the third, Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Mm. Um, 
but I liked Underground. We played it a lot on your Xbox, and yeah, I also we did, played we? it. At, played it Pick Tours on the PS2. Yeah, it's an old friend of ours with a stupid name. <laughs> but um, Pick Tours. <laughs> His name was Sean, but if you put Sean's into predictive text at the time, it came up Pictor, so we started calling him that. <laughs> Standard. And now he's known forever as Pictor. Yeah. Uh, least exciting. My least exciting thing was the Minions mobile game, because fuck off. What about you? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's, Wow. A fucking shitty mobile game at E3. I mean, seriously, is that what we're doing just, now? Just don't do it. You don't need to. <laughs> Why would point? you? I don't know. But yeah, that's E3. <laughs> know that casual mobile gamers are not watching your conference. Exactly. Show us proper fucking games. <laughs> and oh, for your fucking Minions mobile game, save your conference time. Spend that money on Facebook advertising and you're away. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I don't get it. Anyway. And your conference rating for EA out of 10? It's got to be like two and a half max. (laughs) Really? You're going that low? No. Okay. (laughs) Four. It was miserable. It was a fucking woeful. The thing that really pissed me off about it the most was that if you look, if you look at the games that they had, they got some great games. Yeah, there. exactly. Like, but they just didn't do anything with them. That no, was shite. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a five. Ah, shit, um, Meg. You always have to do one better than me, don't you? wasn't great and you predicted beforehand that EA was going to have the weakest conference with lots of CGI uh, trailers we'll talk about yeah and you were we'll talk about that at the end but uh, (laughs) I don't think you were too far wide of the mark right next we are going to head into Ubisoft country. Oh dear. Danger. Now, they kind of... Well, I can't think of many more surprising secrets that were revealed at E3 than this. But they kicked things off with a new South Park game. Yeah, fucking um, bring it on. Absolutely. Now, we... We switched over to PlayStation right around the time that Stick of Truth came out, didn't we? And yep. um, Yeah, so I never played Stick of Truth. I never I didn't want to spend the money on a three sixty game. Thank fuck I've got a PC. <laughs> that game was so good. Like it was fucking hilarious and the fact that it had like fucking RPG elements in it as well. It's just it was so good. Like, uh, it was, like the turn-based combat was like fine, like, but it was just like it, it was the comedy in it and the, and the familiarity of uh, South Park that really brought that home. So if they're making a new one, I know it's not by is it Obsidian that made it? Um, so it's yeah, like, the, yeah, there's talk that there's a couple of there's, there's some members of staff from Obsidian have gone over and worked with. So is it Ubisoft? Um, San Francisco or something Somewhere, like that. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, that's a bit of a shame it's not them, but um, if it's going to be like uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker getting involved with it again, then it's it's going to be golden, no questions. It's going to be ace. And a very strong way to start a conference. Yes, well done. Then Aisha Tyler, who was on top form as ever, um, apologised for how shit Ubisoft have been. Which I thought was quite nice. Yes. She, I can't remember what she said now. Intense. I think she said they'd had an intense year, um, which was code for we've downgraded everything, put towers in all of our games, and pissed everyone off. Yeah. Uh, and we're sorry about that, um, which was nice. And then <laughs> went into this new IP, uh, For Honor, which... Yes, which I immediately signed up for. Yeah, me too, actually, because I um, I had a little play of War of the Roses. Um, I can't remember the name of the other. There was another like medieval sword fighting game on the PC that's quite it's popular. Like chariot or chivalry. Chivalry. I really like that. I like the whole sword fighting stuff, the medieval yeah. stuff as well. They got you got Vikings and stuff in this. Um, very weird for Ubisoft. They showed a CGI trailer, which made everything look spectacular, and then in- instantly followed it with gameplay footage, which looked nothing like it. Wasn't now, it live gameplay? The like they they literally brought out. Yeah, they had people out eight there. Eight people they had, or something. Uh, four on fours. Yeah. Um, it had a bit of a MOBA thing going on, I thought, because there seemed to be loads of AI players sort of fighting yeah. around could, like, the human players. Mm. Um, which is quite an interesting concept quite a nice idea having sort of like minions almost um, from MOBAs that sort of thing Um, I thought it looked cool uh, but the gameplay they showed did render the CG introduction completely fucking pointless as um, always as always (laughs) Um, other things of note at the UB conference Trials Fusion's getting some DLC (laughs) what the fuck is that all about a cat on a unicorn, was it, or something? Cat riding a unicorn breathing fire. Yeah, I'm alright, um, thanks. The BMX was enough for me. Yep. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, yeah. Then we had an extensive look at the division. Um, they called it the Dark Zone. I'm presuming this is the PvP area for the division, the Dark yeah. Zone. Um, I, I couldn't give a flying fuck about the division anymore I'm drained and sick of it uh, I'm yeah I'm so over it why they, why did they announce it three years ago I don't know what's I don't the know. fucking point uh, so sick of it completely overhyped it doesn't even look like the game it originally was gonna be um, it's just Fucking Yubi, massive misstep. I've just lost all hope for the thing now. They they've announced the uh, a beta test for this starting December on Xbox, early next year on other platforms, and they've dated this now. Um, it's coming out in March, the eighth of March release. I bet you any fucking money in the world that they missed that. That they missed <laughs> that date. Any money, any money. I'll take your bet. Yeah. Of course they were. That's only another year to wait then. That's fine. Uh, they showed Anno 20, 2205, I think it is. Always like the look of the Anno games. I haven't got a PC, so I can't play them. Very cool. Um, 
then the misstep of the conference as they announced just <laughs> dance with um old Durillo. He was <laughs> um, terrible at singing. He was fucking awful. Wow. He, was, he for a singer, he was very bad at singing. Yeah. Very bad. We didn't even know who he was. That's we? true. Who's <laughs> like, that? Is that Jason no. Derulo is. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. I just, I was making notes on the conference at that point, and I just wrote, just dance, Jason Derulo being awful. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so move nice. on from that. Then we had some Rainbow, a bit of Rainbow Six Siege, and they announced and showed off terrorist hunts they did a live terrorist hunt on the stage love we love a good terrorist hunt Um, she kept saying terror hunt terror the hunt terror hunt I I didn't know what (laughs) it took me a while to get what she was saying because she was a bit French and uh, (laughs) I think she was just being lazy a bit lazy (laughs) a terror hunt isn't it yeah looked cool though didn't it yeah, definitely. It looks very cool. I like the whole like hiding behind the shield or hiding behind a guy with a shield. Um, I still don't know if I'm sold on like the whole explosive walls and stuff like that. I think that's just going to fuck me over way too much. But it's definitely a wicked game mechanic, but I think it's not going to go well for me. <laughs> the idea that I could get shot through a hole in a wall that didn't exist until I was killed... Like yeah. <laughs> that, that makes it that a little bit pretty worse. annoying. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that's out this year. Something that is actually coming out this year. I know, right? Looking forward to um, it. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure we we will tuck into that. I'm sure we will. Um, next, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, I don't know why I don't give a toss about this. I really liked Black Flag. And the fact that it's Victorian London appeals to me as well. So I I liked one of their recent Assassin's Creed games, and I really like this location. But I just don't give a fuck about this, and I don't know why I'm not seeing any gameplay from this game. It's coming out this year, is it not? It's a bit isn't worrying, it? Is it isn't it? It's a is little it coming out in October. This game. All they're showing me is CG trailers all the time. Is, is it done? Because Unity wasn't. So is this one going to be? I don't know what's going on, Ash. I'm very confused. I'm a little upset. I might have a little cry. Yeah, so we haven't seen anything on this. And it has been my mandatory two years gap between an Assassin's Creed where I buy a new one. So you but, do it. But, yeah, I just don't, don't feel it. I'm not feeling it. No, I'm good. And the gazer announcing it, he was like, oh yeah, it's it's uh, playable at the Ubisoft booth. And I thought, fucking brilliant, I'll get me coat, mate. I'm just going to head off to Gatwick now. Yeah. Like, show me some gameplay. If you've got a playable demo at the booth yeah. show for, us for any old chump to play it, then show me some gameplay in your conference. I want to see what it looks like. Yep. Would be nice. And finally, Ash... Ghost Recon Wildlands. What a fucking finisher, mate. Boom. Well good. That looked fucking oh awesome. We were watching it. <laughs> we were like, what's this? What's this? And then I was like, it's ghosts. 
And then we were like, no, it's not ghosts. It was ghosts. It, it was. It was the ghosts are back in Ghost Recon Wildlands, which mm. is a sort of stealthy military police game with a, an open world for up to four-player co-op to take to do missions against the AI. Um, and the, this game, oh my god! Um, unlike the division, this game is playable at E3, and you can read various previews of people who've played this demo, and they say that it's the, it's the game that they showed off. It's got the open world. It looks gorgeous. It's got co-op play. You can do the missions all different ways. There's vehicles. There's skydiving. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and, man. Seriously. Yeah. It it just feels like the sort of game that is absolutely made for us. Um, I couldn't be more excited about anything I've seen over the last few days. Um, always loved Recon. Obviously, it's it's Ghost Recon in name and nothing else. From what I can tell, it's nothing like the, uh, the previous no, Ghost Recon. No, it doesn't look game. like anything like not stealth or like you know crawling around on the floor, rolling sideways constantly. It's, yeah. uh, it's a lot more guns blazing, but then again, I'm happy to do that. It's taking down drug cartels, um, but there was a, a map in the trailer that showed various different locations. It also showed gameplay footage. Uh, it showed a mixture of everything. It was a very slick trailer. It was excellent. It was. It really was excellent. Indeed. Very cool. So... There we go. Um, quickly to my predictions. I predicted a new Splinter Cell. I was wrong. It was Recon. Um, I predicted Grow Home to be announced for consoles. That didn't happen either. And I predicted that Ubisoft Montpellier be doing something. Um, this is the people that um, made Valiant Hearts and Rayman. I, I suspected a new Rayman that didn't happen either so I clearly didn't have a fucking clue what Yubi were up to um, <laughs> that's three strikes and I'm out in that respect um, so what was your most exciting thing about the uh, Ubisoft conference um, it's probably gotta be Ghost Recon finishing on that mate really same for me same doesn't for really me. get much better easily the best thing that I saw in that conference uh, and what was your least exciting thing unfortunately it's going to be Jason Derulo Jason Derulo <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it for me mate just didn't do it for me <laughs> fair point I had I had written down the division <laughs> but I, I did I did dislike Jason Durillo more <laughs> than, uh, than the division, so I'm going to go with Durillo as well. That's yeah. a clean sweep for us on that. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. So on to Sony, uh, and before we start with Sony, I just want to say. Uh, I sat down to make notes on the Nintendo conference, and I sat down to take notes on the Square Enix concert um, <laughs> concerts <laughs> conference. Concerts, I, yeah. The Square Enix concert—that sounds a lot better than what actually happened. Um, there's no reason for us to cover those. Uh, Nintendo announced uh, a new Star Fox that looks a bit shit, and nothing else. 
Um, and the Square Enix conference is comfortably the worst games conference I've ever seen in my life. It was it was absolutely miserable, absolute miserable experience watching that. Uh, I wish I hadn't seen it. Uh, unfortunately, I did, but that certainly doesn't mean I have to subject you with it. So we just aren't going to even discuss it. Uh, all of their games are covered in the other conferences anyway. Um, we'll go to our awards ceremony at the end of this um, I think you'll know the answer to one of those straight away but um, we're not going to cover those so let's move on to Sony so they kind of came out the blocks all guns blazing and various other metaphors for it was good um, with the last guardian yeah and uh, I, I need to immediately apologise for last week on not knowing anything about this game. Since then, <laughs> I have researched and also I have put in about four to five hours of gameplay into the Shadow of the Colossus as well. And uh, I am now extremely excited about this game, <laughs> you know, that everyone's known about for so long. Um, so, yeah, like... Um, I've watched the the Last Guardian trailer like section or gameplay footage about five or six times, like, and each time I'm getting more excited about it. Um, this is obviously during my five hours of playing the game, like trying not comparing them, but seeing what was what was what. But yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. Uh, I, I like the idea of it. Um, it's definitely taking some aspects of the Shadow of the Colossus, like calling the horse and obviously calling whatever that dog beast is. Um, and, you know, he's going to be like your counterpart in the game, which I, I really like things like that where, you know, you... you it's. I don't think it's going to be co-op. Uh, that'd be weird if it was. Um, so, like, you have to... He has to do something for you, you have to do something for him, so you can progress through the level, which is cool. And, um, yeah, like you say, it looks really good. And um, I'm uh, definitely excited for it now, buddy. Great start. Yeah. Either way, that's, I mean, if you're going to start a conference, then that's how you do it. Yeah, but man. I do want to throw caution to the wind here. Like... Yeah, they're working on this game. Um, I, I really like how close it is to the very first trailer that I saw. They showed gameplay footage of this thing like like eight years ago or something, you know, PS3 footage. And I love how close this looks to that. It's got all of the same sort of ideas there. But I do want to say, I did kind, my heart did kind of sink a little when it just came up 2016 at the end. And if you do a little bit of look, looking into, people have kind of pressed them on this because, you know, we've been waiting for this thing for a long time. I think it was a mistake for them not to put a date on it. Um, what, like a, at least a month or something? You know, saying at like, least uh, put a month on there. We've been waiting all this yeah. time. People are going to call bullshit on it. Um, and they've now said they're quite confident that it'll come out in 2016. And you just start to worry. Oh, then it's well, 2017. What have you actually got there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And this is a theme of this Sony conference. Is It was like a fanboy conference. Like, they... They almost jumped through hoops. It was it was an amazing conference, but it was literally like a box ticking 
service. Like at one point, I ex- I, th- I half thought they were going to wheel out fucking Gabe Newell and he was going to announce Half Life Three. That's how ridiculous <laughs> it was getting yeah. with the announcements. But um, I am concerned that they they haven't put a date on this thing. I do wonder if next E3 will have heard nothing more and there'll be another bit of gameplay footage. Um, just because of how long it's been, how long it, we've been waiting for this game. Um, uh, I'm not too fussed because I've only literally been waiting since it got announced. So I haven't yeah, waited yeah. that long, so I'm fine. You'll you'll happily wait for another like eight to ten years. Yeah, it's fine it by me. Down. I can do that. Fair play. <laughs> we move on. So next number, the next thing they went to um, was that Guerrilla Games. Um, I think we mentioned. I think I talked about this last week. Uh, I thought they'd announced something. There was talk of an RPG. There was talk talk of a third person thing. Um, the protagonist looked a bit like Brave, the girl from Brave in the concept art. They did yeah. announce this thing, uh, and it, it looked gorgeous. If that was gameplay footage, then one of the most beautiful games of the show. Um, and this is Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a terrible name for anything. Um, what did you make of it? Yeah, you called it their bad, bad name. Not... What does it mean? Horizon Zero Dawn. It's just so generically (laughs) awful. Okay. Um, And actually, in our Google document, I've I've misspelt Horizon. I've put Horizon. Which um, is better. Which I much prefer. I (laughs) much prefer that. Um, I like it. It's cool. It's like shit. The world was like when it when the trailer kind of started. It's like oh, we're in the woods, okay. What are we doing here? And then suddenly it was like yeah, people used to live in these really big buildings and shit. And it's like oh, okay, so this is you know what has happened now. Uh, like, yeah, it's in the future. It looked like yeah. caveman game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then it turned out it was set in the future. Yeah, uh, so I was like okay, so I don't really know how we've not kept the technology that we already know but then she's got this like electronic bow that can do all these things so I'm like okay but why are we living in wooden shacks if we I, I don't problems know problems with this thing I like well but this, this is just like me like analyzing it <laughs> quite badly um but as a game it looks really cool like hunting like cyber dinosaurs, of course there are. Once again, why are they like dinosaurs, robot? Why? What? I, I, I don't know. But who's, it looks who's really cool. Who's making robot dinosaurs I don't in the know. future? <laughs> it's fucking. I'm. I'm Tell very me interested. Why anyone would make robot dinosaurs? <laughs> give me. Give me. Give me any reason. Give me any legitimate reason why there would be robot dinosaurs. I, I, I can't I, think of any. No um, idea, but, you know, it's interesting. It's got, <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. It looks cool. Uh, the trailer was very brief. We didn't really find out very much. One of those annoying ones, very much like The Division, with this sort of constant narration of herself. Yeah, and uh, the lips weren't even moving on the character. I'm like, well, that's... Well, we were inside her head, buddy. Oh, okay. Uh, It was uh, was what she was thinking. I don't know. Uh, I get sick of it. 
That was another thing. There was no facial expressions when there was like this big fuck of like robot T-Rex coming after or something. You did like fucking deadpan like yeah, man. Looked but, like yeah. Killzone as well, didn't it? Shadow. Yes, yes, it had it. It had a, a tint to it. I must say, Guerrilla Games make very boring games. Um, this doesn't look boring. But then neither did Shadowfall when I bought my PlayStation. But it was. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, next, we haven't talked about this yet. Hitman. Yay. Okay. Just called Hitman. Hitman. It's like Pitman. So, Hitman. It's like Pitman. <laughs> every time Ash go, every time Ash receives a message on Project Cars from his uh, geezer in the pits, he's. He calls him Pittman. He's always talking to old Pittman. Fucking Pittman can shut up. Either. So Hitman, Hitman is yeah. looking like I don't know what. It's in CG. Exactly. It's in CG footage. I don't um, know. I really, 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 really enjoyed the last um, rendition of Hitman. Um, I, I got it free with my graphics card, actually, which was lovely. You will therefore be very disappointed because, from what I've heard, it's nothing like that. Fuck. Okay. Cool. That's fine. What well, is it going like the old ones then? Yeah. Super stealth. Free form. Okay. Open worldy. Um, apparently, it's kind of all set missions and. You know, it, it's going to be like almost like content delivery with this new Hitman, where okay, the you got these missions now, uh, less story-based, less linear, more challenge-based. Um, some people like that, some people don't. Um, I've never been a big fan of the Hitman games. Like the problem with the original Hitman games, I always ended up just looking at a fucking tutorial on what to do. And I was like, well, this is... Okay, so I need to go here, there, 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 and then he dies. I'm like, okay. And, and that, well, that's the best way to kill him. But it's in last... The last... Oh, the last... Whatever it is, the last Hitman. Absolution, is it? I'm going to say Absolution. Um, I think you're right, yeah. Uh, th- th- it was nice because there was, like, you know, linear bits where you go through and kill people and you can stealth it through it or you can kill people and hide their bodies or push them off the balconies and I was like yeah this is cool and then there's like little open worldy bits where you have to track people it's not like it's a simple hitman that's what I like I don't like all the I don't know when it gets too much the freeform nature of it yeah I think that's what this is going to be. A lot okay. of people saying more like blood money, less like uh, absolution. Yeah. Um, so maybe not for you, but um, I'll probably uh, get a lot it. of people will be into that. I think it's only like forty pound pre-order on the store at the moment. Yeah, that's weird. I yeah, think I that's, get that. that goes down. That comes down to that. Yeah, digital only delivery and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're taking a real different route there, which mm. you know, fair enough. Yeah, we'll move on. Street Fighter Five. We're not going to talk about that. Nope. We don't care about that at all. Nope. Um, uh, and then we saw No Man's Sky, um, and the gazer Sean, what's his face from Hello Games? Um, he looked as bored as I was um, at seeing yet again the same thing from that game. Um, and they're really in danger of 
losing the hype there because I still all I ever see is uh, pick planet on map, go to planet, land on planet. Planet looks the same as all the other planets. Look yeah. at some wildlife, take off, jog on. Um, I still don't know what you do from minute to minute in that game. Um, I know that the overall um, idea of it is to get to the centre of the galaxy. There's, there's been murmurings that they're not going to give you the option to be able to find your friends, that the universe is so vast that it wouldn't matter if you did because you'd be so far away from them. I, I'm very sceptical about all of this stuff. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, pretty much the same. Don't really know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, like you say, it just looks the same. You're going, going, going to all these little places. But why would you go further out if you want to get to the middle? I, I don't know. It's, it's an exploration game. That's a very good point. But I, I don't know. I guess everyone starts out really far out. But, but then can't you just zoom straight in and be like, yeah, just, just take me there and then hyperdrive it I don't know it's odd I don't know what the end game is or anything is it just is it just an exploration thing still no release date on this thing either not even yeah. a year um, oh, well. you start to oh. worry don't you yeah I don't know it's obviously too much for them I don't know <laughs> we shall see yeah. Uh, next, Dreams Media Molecules new game. Fuck knows what this is. We won't talk no about it too idea. much. The trailer's weird. Uh, it looks like you draw things and then you can bring them to life and it's kind of community creation thing. Um, I was talking to Ellen about this today. She was saying the thing that she cares the least about in Media Molecule games is the community aspect. Like she <laughs> just wants to play a game. Yeah, she doesn't want cool. to make a game or play no versions of a game other people have made and I understand where she's coming from there so uh, but we don't really know, uh, we move on uh, Firewatch, this is from Campo Santo, which they're a new studio and this thing looked cool, piqued my interest yeah, man. what did you reckon? definitely um, it's not a very long trailer but for what it is I'm immediately drawn into it, one by the one comment that he makes where he goes into the cave and he, and then he pretends to fall down and I was just like oh no I'm just kidding I'm like alright you've got me like already I'm hooked but then like um, like when he's walking through the woods and stuff I'm like wow this the, like the art style on this is cool like it's I don't know it looks lovely yeah in, and then obviously you're like what is it like an open world survival game or something and then it's like oh no there's there's some sort of storyline in here I'm like oh shit shit's just yeah I don't know it's all kicking off now I'm like uh, no sign of any enemies or anything no no it? sign of nothing but I'm I'm so intrigued by it and I, I want to play it immediately I want it I think it's probably that game is the biggest surprise for me. It's the sort of like Dear Esther or Gone Home, like that sort of that yeah. sort of FPS where it's well, it's not a shooter, obviously, but um, where it's sort of exploration. There's a whole mood, a setting thing there. Um, but yeah, the dialogue seemed really cool as well. It seemed non-gamey. It seemed more. It was like he sounded a bit like John C. Riley, like it's a sort of casual kind of. Um, having a chat kind of thing yeah. I really liked that 
There seemed to be like a nice, like, um, not bond, but, you know, chemistry between the, the woman and, like, the, the guy. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't really talk to the other guys like this and things like that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll see where this is going. Bang. Snoochy boochies. Indeed. But, yeah, man, like, that game's, like, surprised me. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I want it. Yep. One thing that didn't surprise me was Destiny's <laughs> DLC, which can fuck off. And we're yeah. not going to talk about it. No. Um, and then, as can the next thing they showed, which was another CG trailer of Assassin's Creed. Well played. Um, followed by a world of Final Fantasy, cutesy, wanky, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was like, is this a piss take? What is this? <laughs> Am I being punked? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's Followed real. by uh, the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Did you play Final Fantasy VII? I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life. I might have played one for like 10 minutes, but I, it obviously didn't take... <laughs> no, okay. I... Um. No. Neither of us, therefore, are qualified to discuss Final Fantasy VII, um, uh, whether the remake will be faithful to the original, um, whether they can fuck it up or whatever. Um, never played it, so we can't talk about it. Sorry. Uh, on the other hand, Shenmue Three. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a series of games that I have played. Um, I thought this was a bizarre... Um, announcement to basically be peddling someone's Kickstarter. That's basically what they were doing. Um, it it's worked. All the rage it's these funded. days, buddy. Kickstarter. Yeah. All about it, I just right? got the. It's just like you know, your Sony. You know, if you want to fund it's a game, then fund money. a game. Yeah. You know, it's, it was just like paid advertising in the middle of their conference. I thought it was a bit strange. Um, it's, it's very I, strange. I do. I do worry. Uh, have you? Have you got any? Have you played Shenmue before? Any of them? Either of them? <laughs> I mean, what is it like? Fourteen years ago? Dreamcast, mate. It came out on Xbox. Shenmue Two came out on Xbox, the original Xbox. Did it? I yeah. remember playing it on the Dreamcast anyway, and I'm trying to think how old I was then. Like fifteen. Well, I, I liked Shenmue, the first one. Uh, I didn't play much of the second one, um, but the first one I, I thought was amazing. It was so sort of ahead of its time in terms of the sort of open world aspect and all of the different mechanics. Um, going back and looking at it now, it is uh, basically uh, a quick time event. <laughs> the game is a giant quick time event. Um, I think it's also worth mentioning that, that, that this Yu Suzuki, the guy who makes it, is yeah. he basically killed Sega. My my the love of my gaming life, Sega, um, essentially died because of the money they invested in the Shenmue franchise. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that Sony are going to make the same mistake, but it does make me a little sceptical. That's um, probably why they were like, yeah, fucking, we don't trust you. Use Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> As I understand it, they're investing like 90% of the money. They just did the Kickstarter yeah. thing to make sure people cared and wanted yeah, it. exactly. Um, it's like a tester, isn't they it? They do. 
But this is a this is a, an E3 press conference in which The Last Guardian, Shenmue 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake were all announced. Three things know, that right? most people thought were never going to happen. Um, and at the time, I'm like, meh. <laughs> this is bad. This is the thing. Yeah, you know. Like, no, for, in terms of, like, overall gaming culture, um, yes, these are, like, massive announcements. To me... Can barely give a fuck about about Shenmue. Uh, I absolutely don't care about Final Fantasy. Last Guardian, um, I've always liked the look of, but I haven't got the romance there from being a, a, a Sony boy, a, a PlayStation gamer for many yeah. years. Um, so all three of them were underwhelming uh, for me personally. Uh, I know that's not going to be the case with everyone, but uh, I think yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, same boat for me, buddy. Totally the same. So then they moved on to Andrew House, who was lumbered with the job of briefly mentioning Morpheus, talking about TV streaming, blah, 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 we don't care. Then Disney Infinity, uh, some geezer came out who was clearly oh, deranged. Seriously. Um, was easily the worst thing to be on the stage of any conference throughout the whole thing. Um, the guy's like clearly ill. Um, he needs a talking to. Uh, he won't. You won't see him on a stage again. Um, either way, uh, who cares? Disney Infinity Star Wars. Um, I, I don't care about that no, at all. <laughs> no, just no. Next, next. Next, Battlefront. Battlefront. Um, Sony's footage, uh, I thought, was it showed off the game far better than Microsoft's footage did, but it was very much, you know, more of the same. Uh, it's Battlefield with Stormtroopers. It looks very nice. I'm sure it's going to be awesome to play. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it is. It looks like it's going to be. It's the game that people wanted by the looks of things. That's what I've kind of taken from it. Um, but we've kind yeah. of talked about that already. Yeah. Did look good on the And PS4. then finally, yeah. finally Uncharted 4, um, which looked amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yeah, and you know that, well, you could say that the, the, the glitchy thing was planned, maybe, but... The, I think the fact that it did glitch out and they had to restart it means that it was being played live there and then. So yeah, again, that's again, we're always good. Cynical. Um, I I thought straight away, and it sounds like you did as well, that they done they done that on purpose to yeah. show that it was being played. Um, it worked because it was gameplay and. I mean, I trust Naughty Dog to deliver that anyway. Um, they didn't even need to do that, really. But uh, I thought it looked absolutely fantastic. And having only very recently discovered Uncharted and finished off the third one, um, unbelievable. Couldn't be more excited. It's just looked brilliant. Fucking Victor Goddamn Sullivan kicking ass yeah, as usual. Seriously. Fucking, it was just cool. Action, action, action. It's it's what you want out of those games. They're and yeah, everything's just cool about those games. You can do no wrong. It's got a grappling hook thing now. 
<laughs> and what else do you need? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was it. That's what they ended on. Um, my predictions were that the Gorilla game would be shown off with gameplay footage, which yep. uh, I don't know. Like, I think that was gameplay footage. We'll find it out, I suppose. It looks more like gameplay footage than like a CGI trailer. It definitely did. Yes. Uh, I said there'd be loads of No Man's Sky and it would get a release date. Uh, there oh. wasn't a lot of No Man's Sky and there was no release date. Um, and I said there would be loads of Uncharted, but I don't think that even counts as a prediction because, of course, there fucking was. Yeah. Um, what was your most exciting thing from the Sony conference? Um, it's got to be Uncharted 4, but a very, very close second... Um, is Firewatch strangely? I'm, You've taken I'm, to that. I'm really, really taken to it. I'm so excited about that game. Like, and there's nothing to go on, but I'm just like that. Just looks like a great game. It looks fun. Like it's going to be story driven and everything. So I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. But yeah, Uncharted Four fucking takes it, and that's why they left it till the end. Even though like they started off with it, and it was fucking Nathan Drake's brother. I'm like, what? Who's this chump? Yeah, he's getting involved, mate. Yeah, I know. Troy Baker. What's that all about? You've got to fill the the quota. Um, Troy Baker has to be in all games. Yeah, it's true. So it's it's important. Actually, it sounded a little bit like a gruff Troy Baker in the Gears 4 thing (laughs) as well. Um, I haven't looked that up to see whether it actually is or not, but it sounded a little bit like him. Anyway, um my most exciting thing was also Uncharted 4 um, mm. I thought it looked fantastic graphically um, it was the best looking thing at E3 as far as I'm concerned um, and I'm very excited to play it as well as the remastered trilogy um, just bring it on really at this point um, least exciting, what was your least exciting thing from the Sony conference I, th- I don't know um Uh, Disney, Shenmue. <laughs> um, no, I can't say Shenmue. I mean, that's awesome. Like, why not? Like, everyone wants that. Oh, so many people want that. So, um, yeah, Disney Street Fighter as well is in there. I don't know about Dreams because I don't know anything about it. Assassin's Creed, maybe. Um, the, the thing is, like, there, there's quite a few things that didn't really grab me uh, in this one. But then again, the, there's a few that absolutely just blew me away. Um, so, Destiny DLC I'm going to go for in the end. Fair I, play. I seriously couldn't give a fuck about that. So no, Nor could I, and that's yeah. my one as well. Um, I do think, by the way, considering it's a multi-platform title, there was a distinct la- lack of Metal Gear at this thing. Um, yeah, yeah, all of across, them. Across, yeah, across the both point. Sony and Microsoft's conferences, there was a distinct lack of Metal Gear Solid V. Um, now, you could, you could be alarmed by that, the whole Kojima thing. Um, I've read some previews now of people who've played code over the last couple of weeks, and they say there's nothing to worry about it's really good yeah so fair enough um but no one focused on it and i do wonder if that was to do with the bust up but um no least exciting thing in the sony conference for me uh yeah toss up between disney and destiny who gives a shit about either of those things um 
Apparently there's still millions of people playing Destiny. I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. I deleted it long ago. <laughs> Uh, and finally, the Sony conference out of ten. Seven. I yeah, think that's fair. I think, I think it's seven. I think most for most it would probably be higher. Uh, for me, it's a seven or an eight. Um, mm. I think I'll, I'll go seven as well. Um, just a distinct lack of first-party content and a distinct lack of games coming out in the next six to eight months. Um, so, as I said before, we didn't. I'm not covering the Nintendo conference because it was a video and it was shit featuring cool. puppets. Uh, I didn't watch I'm not it. covering Square because it was fucking awful. Um, didn't watch it either. And we've covered all the games that were mentioned in that conference anyway. Once Deus Ex mentioned. Because that's the only game that it, really hasn't been mentioned tonight. It, it popped up briefly in some of the conferences. It, there was a big section on it in the Square Enix one. Yeah. Um, but nothing really. About nothing it. groundbreaking or major or giving like a huge idea of what's to come. Okay. So uh, I thought we'd finish off with just a few quickfire questions. Um. I would like to know, Ash, what do you think was the best conference? Um, for me, I would say Bethesda. Um, for overall, in general, who won it? I think Microsoft. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I think my favourite conference was the Microsoft one, and the one that I thought was the best one was the Microsoft one. I think they oh, nailed nice. it. Absolutely. I think they nailed it. I think they've got a great selection of games. Um, and as I said before, what could have been, buddy, with backwards compatibility? Two years too uh, Worst conference. For me, uh, EA, uh, because I watched that whole thing. Uh, but I've heard on the grapevine there has been a new contender. <laughs> so I'm going to ask yes. you, what was your worst conference? Uh, because of the fact that you didn't watch the Square Enix conference, uh, you were spared. Yes. Um, it was awful, and it was easily the worst. Comfortably the worst. Um, so yeah, it was. Game of the show. Next question. Game of the show. What was, of all the things you've seen, announced or not, in the past, um, what one game would you pick if you had to pick one game? from E3 so I think I've got a, a, a pick from like 4 or 5 so I've got Fallout 4 I've got I'm just scrolling down at the moment uh, duh, 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 duh. Oh, shit I had them in my head like 2 seconds ago uh, there we go Fallout 4 Ghost Recon Firewatch Uncharted and Need for Speed um, oh, it's a tough one so narrowing it down it's going to be between Fallout 4 and Uncharted I reckon uh, Uncharted. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on then. Uncharted. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Yes, and, um, it really was. You, you just know how much fun you're going to have with that thing. 
Yeah, I think, especially nowadays, because I don't have as much time to sink into games, I think Fallout 4 is going to be too big for me. I just can't take it all. <laughs> In the mouth. Oh, okay. Whereas uh, Uncharted is going to be, what, like 15, 20 hours, and then, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> Bite size, yeah. It might be mul- that's better be than where I was going. Yeah, multiplayer be in there. That'd be good. Uh, but obviously, that'd be like game nights and stuff like that. But like, I'm talking about like single player experiences and things like that. Really. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I reckon Uncharted is going to be my game of show. What about you, buddy? Recon. Recon, nice. That was in my five. By a fucking mile. You reckon? Honestly. Um, okay. And I've been sucked in by Ubisoft on many Again. occasions. And I don't know why I feel differently this time. I feel like <laughs> I've learnt my lessons. Yeah. Evidently not. I feel like this game was made for me and my friends. Um, it's got everything that I could possibly want from what I've seen so far. I get to shy about an open world with you and our and two of our other mates um, doing individual missions, all of which are kind of explosive, interesting, and can be tackled in various different ways. We go in as a four. It's like the old Rainbow Six Vegas days, mm. but against the AI, so I haven't got to play against people, which I hate because people are horrible. <laughs> and... I just don't know what the downside is. Um, there's people that have played this on the floor. They say that it's working. It is what it is. I don't think this is a game that's going to be, you know, five years more in the making or whatever. I think they'll slap a release date on it within the next six months and it'll be out in a year, year and a half. That'd be nice. And uh, comfortably game of show for me. I thought it was... And also, let's not forget the graphics, by the way, because this thing looks incredible as well yeah, it does, as all of the it? ideas behind it so that's game of show um, biggest fuck up <laughs> like just um, the, the conference moment that made you go oh god no so it's either going to be minions or <laughs> trials fusion or Jason Derulo uh, I think I think it's got to be Jason Derulo <laughs> because he was as terrible. Awful as, it was fucking... as awful as the as the Pele moment was, um, it, it is at the end of the day. It is fucking Pele. Yeah. <laughs> like... And plus, I'm saving that for my funniest moment as well. Pele. Yeah, coming out to the Zimmer frames. <laughs> That's that. That fucking made me piss. I was like, no, can't be. <laughs> And that is the, uh, I totally agree, fuck up is Derillo and yeah. funniest moment. Pele, Pele coming out with the fucking zipper frame. Gotta be. They blew the budget on a man whose who's <laughs> accent it's prevents most so people from understanding him. <laughs> it's so good. I was just like, wow. And then the fucking guy is like, yeah, I've been talking to Pele backstage. Like He's, he's there next year. <laughs> Name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Suit your own horn, why don't you? 
But yeah, Pele was the most comical thing. I think I saw. Always, yeah, they, they always bring out some sports star. It's just yeah. fucking brilliant. Oh my god. I think that'll about do us, Ash. It's it's been very long, but I think people can probably understand why. Uh, yeah. As I said at the start, there's I think there's probably more news comes out E3 week than the whole rest of the year when it comes to video games. So uh, there was a lot to cover. Um, hopefully, it was vaguely engaging and didn't make anyone fall asleep. But uh, plenty to get excited about. Um, and I feel like this E3, we've kind of shaken off the last gen, finally. It needed to happen. Um, yeah. Suddenly, there's lots of stuff that's looking very, very pretty indeed. And I think that that's because we've finally shaken off that last gen. Um, and thank God for that, really. Because you're talking about 10, 11-year-old systems that were bringing... <laughs> You, you wouldn't send a clown to fix a leak in the John. <laughs> Definitely not. So why'd you let these hoodlums tear down, <laughs> tear the, down the biz? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, right, it's time to move on. That was then. This is now. I mean, yeah, it's been two years. We've all settled in. Uh, I'm just hoping that you know we haven't seen the best already, and these consoles have got more in them. That's the big worry, buddy. That's the underlying issue is I'm not convinced about the amount of power in these consoles and you do wonder two years down the line where we're going to be in terms of graphics. I just don't know. Like, it's a worry. Next year's E3, PS5. That's a bold and outrageous <laughs> claim, and I will remember it. It ain't going to happen. I retract my statement. I'm liable for nothing. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think it's time to end this podcast. Indeed. Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, we are Justice for Gamers. You can find us at justiceforgamers.com. We are at Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. Twitter, we are at Justice for Gamer. Uh, we're on YouTube uh, just search Justice for Gamers because we're still a selection of random numbers and letters um, and Google Plus we're on there if that's how you choose to live your life my name is Alex I've been joined by my good friend Ash hello and next week we're going to be laying into Elder Scrolls Online for better or worse so please join <laughs> us for that one yeah it's going to be a um, doozy it's going to be a doozy <laughs> <laughs> Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you next time. Goodbye. 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 been listening to the justice for gamers podcast with ash and me alex we release this every sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead 
To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>